Welcome to the Light Post Podcast, where we endeavor to cast light from God's word on the issues that impact our lives. I'm Pastor Jim Lowe, and y'all, it is 2024. We are in a brand new year. We God has allowed us to see another year, to have another opportunity to be here. You know, one of the things that we can be so thankful for, even when it comes to this, is, is just realizing that we are here for another year. God has allowed us to see it. Not everybody can come with us. Not everybody was able to see this year, but God allowed us to be able to do that. And it's something to be grateful for, something to be thankful for. But it also is a reminder that God still has work for us to do. He still has a need for us. He still has a, a, a plan and a purpose for us and something that he has designed for us. You know, we we had a message just this past Sunday. It was the, the Sunday before the new year, right? It was 1231. Uh, and my sister, Minister Aglo, she gave a message about moving forward. And I wanted to share a couple of things around the topic of moving forward. It was some things I've talked before, and I think it's a great time now that it's a new year that we start looking at these things all over again. And so I want to give just this little piece here called it's, it's time to move on. And I want to read this piece from Moses here. And I want to go to uh, Exodus, excuse me, of uh, chapter three, verse seven through 10. And it says, the Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I've heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I'm concerned about their suffering. So I've decided to come down and rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Pezzarites, the Hivites and the Jebusites. And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. Verse 10 says, so now go. I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. Now, in all of that that I just read in those uh, three verses, verses seven through 10, God told Moses to do two things. And all of that, basically what he said was, was that I want you to go and bring my people out of Egypt. That was the first one. Bring them out. And the second one is, is to take them to the promised land. Bring them from where they are and take them to where I want them to go. Now, the Israelites had been in slavery for around 400 years. Now, remember, 400 years during Moses' entire life, they had been in slavery. He doesn't want to go. He knows the whole setup of what's going on down here. And he even asked God, he said, who am I to go before Pharaoh and say something like that? Moses responded with questions, but the questions, they weren't just questions. They were questions that were rooted in fear. Now, remember, we know Moses was a simple man. He was taking care of the sheep of his father-in-law, and he wasn't even around people. He was around sheep. That's where he wanted to be. He didn't speak well, and he didn't have to speak when he was around sheep. And now he's supposed to go before royalty, before the king of the nation, and tell that king something that he knows that king is not going to like? That'll probably get him killed, and why would he want to do something like that? So, therefore, he was scared. And God responds to him in verse 12. It says, and God said, I will be with you and this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. God says that this is the proof all of these things are going to happen. First, he's with them. The proof that God is saying. The, the thing that you have to hold on to, to know that this thing was going to work out, Moses, is number one, I'm going to be with you. That's what God said. 
when you've done what I've said, you'll give thanks and worship here. Moses, I'm doing you more than what you're asking. Not only am I going to be with you, but just in case you need a little bit more, I'm going to let you peek into the future just a little bit. When you're done, when it's all said and done, you're going to worship me on this mountain. This is going to work out. There's something in this that we can take from here, y'all. And that is this. God won't ask you to do something he won't help you to do. God is not going to ask you to go forth and do any particular thing and leave you out there to do it by yourself. Out of all the things that God wants for us to do, he's not going to leave us out there for us to have to figure it out. God will be with us that whole time. He's given us directives. He's placed things on our heart to do. And each one of us has a purpose, but we don't have that purpose alone because God's going to help us to be able to do those things. We all have something we're supposed to do. Ephesians chapter two, verse 10 says, for we are God's workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared for us in advance for us to do. God has prepared something for every one of you. And just like Moses, God will help you do that thing as well, too. But, you know, just like Moses, we allow the questions to get in the way. We allow the fear to get in the way. We allow the worry to get in the way. We we start asking all these questions and those things become they go on the back burner. And we don't know what we're going to do about it. And we allow ourselves to become stuck by what's the what's the phrase? Paralysis by analysis. So we, we do so much research and we do so many different things. We worry about so much stuff that we don't actually do anything. We call ourselves preparing for what it is that we need to do. But the, really, to be honest with you, we're not doing anything. Because we're not moving anywhere. God was telling Moses, this is what I want you to do. And now it is time for you to get up and do it. He told Moses, I called you for the benefit of somebody else. And y'all, if you're listening to me right now, I can tell you that the things that God has for you to do are for the benefit of somebody else as well, too. God told Moses, I'm sending you. The people need to be brought out. They have a need right now. They need you right now. And it's the same thing I'm telling each of you right now. The thing that God has for you to do, people need you right now. Somebody needs your gift. Somebody needs your calling. Somebody needs that purpose that God placed in you. You are meant to go and help somebody else. Let me ask you the question. What is the thing that you've been sitting on that you know you're supposed to do? Now is the time to start doing those things. Now is the time to move. I understand that things get difficult. I understand that we get tired and we get weary. We, 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 we worry all of these different things that get in the way of what it is that God says. But, you know, there's another scripture that I can think of that says that when we are weak, we're therefore strong because God is with us. There's one and I think it's in second Corinthians and it says my grace is, is sufficient for you. Because God's power is made perfect when in our weakness. When we're weak, we're therefore strong because God is with us when we're weak. We, we're not alone, even though we sometimes may feel that way. These are our feelings getting away because God is there with us. He gives his power to help us. And so because God is there helping us, encouraging us, pushing us to move forward, asking us to get going, we need to get going. He said it multiple times in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 20, it says, may the God of peace who through the blood of, of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep. 
May that peace in verse 21 equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. This is saying that God will give you everything that you need, everything good for his will. For every excuse, God has already equipped you. No matter all the different kind of ways you want to figure out that it's not going to work, God already gave you the answer. Moses complains about his speech and God says to him, well, who gave man his mouth? Jeremiah says, well, I'm, I'm only a child. And God says, well, you don't even have to speak. I'll give you the words. I just need to work through you. Gideon says, I'm a nobody. And God says, that's fine. I'll be with you. For every reason and excuse that we can come up with, God has already given the answer for that particular thing. And you may not feel worthy of what God has called you to do, but God is still with you. He puts something in you and he is there to be with you while you do whatever it is that he called you to do. While you're walking in God's plan, he's going to work out the details. It's just time to get going. So what does God say to Moses here in Exodus uh, three and seven? The Lord says, I've, I've indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. God says he's seen it. I've heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. God has seen the misery of his people in Egypt and God is concerned. So what's he say in verse eight? So I've come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land. A land flowing with milk and honey and the home of the, 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 the different groups there, the Canaanites, the Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. God has come down. He's come down to rescue them. And it said, God has come down. He has come down to rescue them. Now, wait a minute. Who has come down? Well, said God has come down. And God came down to do what? God came down in verse eight. So I have come down to rescue them. Who? God. God is saying that he has come down to rescue them. So I'm, I'm trying to get you to see it. Who is going to rescue the Israelites? God is going to do it. He sent Moses to do it. He told Moses, Moses, I want you to go. But God is already telling them, Moses, I just need you to go. I'm going to do the work. I need you to go. Y'all, this is the same thing that God does for us. He's going to do the work. He just needs us to go. All we got to do is move. God is going to do the work, the things that we're trying to figure out. God is going to do those things. He just needs us to move. So don't let fear or anything else like that, any excuses or anything else like that, stop you from doing what God has called you to do in 2024. What are you sitting on? Now is the time to go. Now, I'm going to be honest. I don't know exactly when you're listening to this, but if it's leading into the first Sunday, on uh in january which what's the date of that the first sunday is going to be the seventh i've got a message you all and, and it's something i feel like god has been leading me to share with everybody else in terms of what 2024 can be for those who are willing to step out and do what god has said i hope you all get an opportunity to listen to it especially if you're hearing this right here let me tell you that god has something for you and now is the best time to get going because you don't have to do it yourself. God is going to do it for you. So I hope this was a blessing. Okay. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the light post podcast, a ministry of the guiding light church for other messages and resources. Connect with us online at guidinglight.org, guiding light church on Facebook or guiding light church TV on YouTube. 
I pray that this is going to be a great year for you. But knowing that God has things for you to do, the best way to make this a great year for you is to step out on faith and start doing some of those things that God has been trying to get us to do for so long. Let's get going. Let's get moving. Y'all take care. And until next time, I'm Pastor Jim. God bless.